Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Broadcasting from a secret location high above the earth. Four do-gooders doing their best good to shine a bright light on the most popular and unpopular comic book heroes and villains. So sit down, shut up, strap in, and tune your ears and open your brain for Encyclopedia Comica! Hello and welcome to Encyclopedia Comica, the show where we do the deep dive on the super guys and gals, and I get to start a brand new running order of uh, characters that I just realized is going to get incredibly out of hand <laughs> because I'll explain why later. But uh, the deep dive on the super guys and gals, um, and I'm starting new. I don't. I'm not gonna put myself in a box where I need to remember everything I said last time. If you're upset about that, you can go straight to hell and suck on that. But I'm gonna go super guys and gals and pencils. Pencils. Pencil. Okay. You know what? Pencil right. people. Pencil people. The only ones I remember from the last time were Italian tailors and anthropomorphic bricks. Yeah, the anthropomorphic <laughs> bricks one stood out in my head, too. <laughs> uh, but that was also the only one I could remember. Uh, yeah, well, welcome back, everyone. This is Encyclocomica. We're, uh, we're back. This is the show where every week we will dedicate the show to one comic book character that you may or may not know and we're going to just explore them uh the best way we can with some people being experts and other ones not knowing anything about the character and being as ignorant as you may or may not be on the matter uh before i introduce our our newest member to encyclocomica uh our newest permanent member i sh- i will also iterate uh, obviously, Matt and Fro are not here. Matt and Fro, I've uh, stepped away from podcasting. If you listen to Top Five of Death, um, or any, or This Rules This Sucks from Make Fun Network, another show, um, other shows on there, you will know that they are. Well, you know, Matt's gone. Fro disappeared. He was. He went back to his home planet, and that's where they needed him. So that's where he is. But we do have a wonderful villain who. Um, I'm going to lie to everyone who's black like Fro and knowledgeable like uh, Better Matt was, uh, and that is uh, Chinmo. What's going on, everyone? There you go. What a setup. What a setup. Um, So So that the O as the end of your name. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Chinmo's here. Chinmo is, you may recognize Chinmo from being Cat, uh, Cat, Cat's Cat's co-host on... um, I'm sorry. Conquest. Conquest. <laughs> I want to say Encyclocomicon. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that wasn't it. It was in the family. I, I say it's in the ballpark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but they were but he's the, the co-host of Conquest. Uh, so he's no stranger to podcasting, but he's a he's a wealth of knowledge and a very big avid comic book fan. Uh Chinmo, uh, a little about yourself for the the listeners here. I mean, yeah. Uh Kind of like you said, me and Kat did Conquest for, what, like four-ish years, give or take, Kat? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I've been collecting comic books basically my whole life. Been reading them about half of that. Uh, <laughs> but, no, I'm I, any chance to talk comics and comic book characters, I'm all for. So, I can't wait. Pumped to have be on here. So, appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, well, thank you for filling in. I'm here to make sure that you... 
I want to make sure that at the end of every episode, you contemplate whether you should continue the show. Um, I want to make sure that because you have uh, a very, uh, you have a high status in the community, and I want to make sure that I, I pin, I pin you into a corner <laughs> where I, I force you to choose which race should be eliminated. Uh, <laughs> no, of course not. I wouldn't do that. We all have jobs we could theoretically lose. Uh, but I'm, ex- I'm super excited to uh, the podcast with you, man. I'm very excited. I know you're, uh, you're such a, a comic book fan. I know you can, you can teach me a lot. I'm sure I will argue with you plenty and uh, take many cheap shots at you. And then can't wait for it. Yeah, you can't wait for it now. Ultimately, you will also leave the show as Cat will as well. Eventually, I will be by myself on every show that I do. Um, but yeah, It'll just be the Matt Fun Network. Ah, oh, Cat, listen, I gotta, I have to compliment you because even before recording, Cat has been crushing some naming conventions like you wouldn't believe thank you she's so quick about it too it's like the third one in like 15 minutes the matt fun network is so good i can't believe an ego an ego narcissist like myself has not coined that or thought of that yet it's yours for free Ah, you can have it cat it's been a while how have you been i've been good i've been good i've been busy um Last time folks heard from me, I was a therapy student, and now the student has become the therapist. Oh. Um, yeah, I have people who actually trust their mental health journey with me. So, um, Do you give them like a boost like Matt Fun Network? Because I feel good now. Yeah, I do. I, tr- I try. I try. <laughs> they want to be happier than when they showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's been pretty interesting so far. Um, that's great. Um, do you have you yeah. had any what about uh, Bob scenarios? Not yet. Is that the goal? Yes. It's like because, it has to be right. <laughs> yeah. Well, because one, I want a super dope lake house that <laughs> of course. a patient would have to bother me at to begin with. So, yeah. That's a good point. Makes sense. Well, that's that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. How are you, man? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, we've 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 popped in and out, right? For make for mm-hmm. the, so for those listening to the show for the first time, maybe you're a comic book fan and you're you're just discovering the show now. Uh, this show is part of Make Fun Network. Make Fun Network is the network that uh, I guess I technically own, and I had other shows on there, and including this one, and we're just coming back, and we're getting back into the swing of things. The other shows have been ended. But we've popped in once or twice for different reasons mm-hmm. with some top fives. Uh, but I want to just take this time to let everyone know that the podcast train is uh, beginning to leave the station yet again. And Encyclocomica is no longer a seasonal show, but it will be an ongoing weekly effort by the three of us and maybe uh, guests along the way. So that is something I wanted to announce. Encyclocomica, we aren't going anywhere. This show is now a, a staple of the Make Fun Network, which I'm very excited because uh, I love talking comic books. And I haven't talked comic books in a long time. If I'm not talking to you on a podcast, I'm not talking at all. <laughs> so everyone just know that. I haven't said a, a word. If I'm not in, if there's no microphone in front of me, I I do not speak. I'm like Black Bolt, uh, Black Agar. <laughs> I just, I, I don't say anything. So very excited. Um, let's see. I'm looking at my running order. What else we got here? 
Uh, we talked about Matt and Fro. We're not going anywhere. Oh, so part of the new ongoing format. Um, Kat, do you want to tell everyone about uh, our uh, our little uh, communal interaction? Yeah, so um, we're dubbing these butt picks. Hell yeah. <laughs> Where you are faithful listeners get to weigh in and contribute who you want to hear us talk about. So on the Make Fun Network Facebook page, or if you're in the Make Fun Network Discord, you can uh, reach out to us and submit who you'd like to hear us cover. Yep. And that's uh, that'll be up for voting. Uh, so mm-hmm. everyone can kind of, you know, you get the other fun butts to vote for your character any way that you uh, you think about it. But again, for if you've just discovered the show, we call the, the faithful listeners of the Make Fun Network shows the fun butts. And if you are listening to this, you, my friend, are a fun butt. So they're butt picks, which mm-hmm. we all thought was very funny. <laughs> and we laughed. We all had a good laugh. Mm-hmm. And if you're not we having did. fun with us about that, then I, I'm sorry that you are so boring. And when you show up at a party, everyone leaves. So <laughs> that's just the truth of the matter. Um. Yeah, if you're not having fun with us, then I just feel bad for you. Because we're a delightful right. crew. We are the best. Yeah. Um, Chinmo will have to prove himself. But, uh, I mean, Kat and I are party animals. Chinmo yeah. is Chinmo is like our, uh, from Salute Your your Shorts, he is our sponge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, that's very true. I will take the role of, uh, was it Budkiss? Buttnik. 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 Yeah. Yep. And cat could be donkey lips. <laughs> Fine. Uh, which, you know, isn't a complete insult because he's a great guy, that donkey yeah. lips. Arguably That's the true. best character on that show. Could be. Um, yeah, okay. I had to physically stop myself from going on a, t- like a, a, a side quest about Salute Your Shorts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just the next podcast we can add to the. Yeah, I know. The <laughs> Salute Your Shorts two hour weekly show. <laughs> um, yeah. Salute your Shorts. Salute Your Shorts. Oh, Cat, just killing it. <laughs> salute Your Shorts, man. Ah, oh, that's a show that needs developing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> She's right. so quick. She's so quick about it. That's. Just on fire today, guys. I would honestly, I would do a show where people just send me anecdotes about them sharding in public. Call it Salute Your Sharts, and I will just read it. I'll just read the anecdotes. <laughs> That'll be oh my it. God, that would be incredible. That's not a bad. Okay, well. Can you imagine the soundboard use you'd get out of that? <laughs> I'd read it so serious and like have such dramatic <laughs> sound production in the background with little, little fart noises. <laughs> As the air bubbled in my stomach. I knew that I had to release it. The gurgling noise happening. The gurgling oh. and churning of my innards. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, very excited. So, you know, those are all of our announcements. As Kat mentioned, go to facebook.com slash makefunnetwork. Join the group. Let us know who you want us to uh, talk about. We're going to do that once a month. Uh, well, Once a month, uh, the episode will be dedicated to the butt pick. And it could be anyone. It could be, as I joked, I said it could be Andy Cap, who's technically a comic book character, um, or it could be someone as well known as um, Andy Cap. <laughs> <laughs> I only know I I do one one character is Andy Cap. 
But yeah, all right. So that's business, right? Business is off the table. Mm -hmm. Let's launch into it. And for their first episode, they get first pick. Chinmo, who are we talking about today? We are talking Booster Gold. Okay, Rooster Rolled. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Booster Gold, DC character, the greatest hero you've never heard of, which I thought is just the perfect tagline for a character, especially on this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Booster Gold is created in 1986 by Dan Jurgens, wrote and drew him. Uh, right, this is right after the like kind of crisis on Infinite Earths time of DC, where you kind of had a turnout of new characters and stuff like that. Uh, but his whole thing is he is a time traveler from the future, I believe the tw- like the 25th century or so. Uh, he is a washed up football star took the Pete Rose approach and was betting on his own games and throwing them. Uh, what a badass. Uh, right? <laughs> I'd do that. Pete Rose of the future. Well, well, uh, Pete, well, in defense of Pete Rose, uh, I don't think he ever admitted to throwing. His whole thing was that he never threw the games. Yeah, yeah he never admitted he had anything, but he, he was caught betting. and yes. I mean, he was one of the best players I, yeah, ever. I think, just, which is insane. Just, you know, Bad life choices, I guess. Yeah, it'll, it'll get you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, same thing happens with Bruce Gold. He's caught betting on his games, throwing them. He's a quarterback. Uh, he ends up a security guard, uh, depending on sometimes they switch it up. Sometimes it's like a janitor. Uh, but he's a security guard at a museum that's dedicated to the heroes of the 21st century. So Superman, Batman, the Justice League you know and love. Uh, and one night he steals a suit and a bunch of different gadgets and stuff like that, <laughs> along with a robot, Skeets, who is like a, <laughs> right? Best name ever. Skeets? Skeets. Skeets, Skeets the robot. And right. he's just like this tiny little golden flying drone robot with him. But he has like a database of historical events. So they travel through time to the 21st century. And Booster Gold wants to become famous of become from being a hero. So he can fly. He's got like energy projection. I mentioned the time travel. Um, he's got a he's super strength, a whole bunch of stuff from his suit. So he's going to use between the suit and all the gadgets and then his knowledge of previous events. He's going to use it to get rich and famous, become a hero. Okay. Uh, and he's. At least for the first beginning, he's he's basically, he's he's a douche. He's kind of a douchebag. Uh, Is he like, kind of, like a like a fun Ryan Reynolds douche? Kind of, if mm. very similar. Okay, yeah. Uh, or is he like a Biff Tannen douche? Or is he like a Biff douche? No, definitely not a Biff douche. Okay. Uh, no, definitely more like a Ryan Reynolds. If like Ryan Reynolds was like, hey, this is a little bit more uh, narcissistic. All about him. Let's make this about me. I want to get rich. I want to get famous. I, this is my life now kind of thing. Uh, but he does that. His first big like hero act uh, since it was the 80s was saving the president, which was Ronald Reagan at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was, uh, I always found this funny that his, the name he had picked out was originally supposed to be Gold Star. And then after he saves Reagan, they flub it when he's on live television. And that's where you get Booster Gold. They flub Gold Star to Booster Gold. Gold, yeah. So how does that become, even happen? 
it gets he gets nervous when he's talking. Uh, it's like a whole thing. He screws it up, or like a president does. Uh, it's like uh, I'm pretty sure he screws it up. Oh, yeah, he gets like nervous what when he's talking. What an idiot! Right? What a stupid Loser. moron! What a fucking dumbass! Judge <laughs> me, Ronald Reagan. I'm here. Celebrate Brewster Gold. Is that what Ronald Reagan sounds like? Does he sound like that? I mean, it's I think not far so. off. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, pretty close. Does it sound like this? I'm Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I'm Ronald Reagan, and this is always... Brewster Gold. <laughs> <laughs> I just always think Futurama. Though. Reagan Smash. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that's that's how he talks. Uh, no, yeah, that, is that Nixon? I'm sorry. I'm. I don't care about the president. I need to stop being. Oh, a it is, fuck. It might be Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, we know our history here. So yeah. It's right. It's mm-hmm. not called Presidonica. <laughs> Thank God, because that name sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Presidonica, the deep dive on only guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, that's his first big save. Uh, his first uh, volume went through, I think it's 25 issues, all written by Dan Jurgens, And it's a lot of just him, you know, trying to become rich and famous by being a superhero. Uh, where he really becomes a great character, in my opinion, is in 2006, 2007. They do the 52 run, which is a big event in comics. New 52, uh, baby. No, not the new 52. Not the new 52? The this original 52. Ah. Yeah. Um, but he he's like a big main character throughout that storyline. And then shortly after, he gets his own ongoing for the first time since the 80s. And Jeff Johns is writing it. Who's a... this? He's a reason I read comics for the most part. Uh, but it's Booster Gold, the first like 12 issues of it is him going through different points in the DC universe, trying to fix stuff hmm. and become like, he can't like announce that he's like doing this. And it's like kind of plays on the irony of him being wanted, wanting to be like the super rich and famous, but he has to do all these super heroic stuff, but take no credit for it. Hmm. Uh, one of which being a, uh, uh, I'm not going to spoil too much, but the, he goes back to the killing joke basically to help, Save bad girl. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's really cool. It's great. It's one of the best storylines ever. So what? What? Hold on. When did the the fifty two storyline begin? Was it two thousand five ish? Two thousand six. So he so he had uh so before so between his initial run and the new fifth uh, the fifty two run, mm-hmm. was he just sideline more or less? No. So he early 90s he they actually bring him into the justice league or the justice league international at that time uh where you actually meet he meets uh blue beetle ted cord which is where he's they're like most famous for teaming up together blue and gold uh and this is like a fun run of it's justice league only the only justice league member really in it is batman and martian manhunter everybody else is like these newer characters it's like Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, Guy Gardner, uh, Mr. Miracle, um, Fire Ice, a uh, bunch of people like that. Hmm. Uh, it's an amazing run if you've never read it. It's, it's like it's Justice League, but like more fun and not hot as high stakes. 
uh, you see like Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, they end up becoming like best buds and stuff. They end up like opening a, like a gaming resort on an island for superheroes and just <laughs> ridiculous stuff. <laughs> nice. It's, it's, yeah, it's super fun. Uh, so yeah, he does that. He He's a big part of the uh, Death of Superman uh, storyline where uh, Doomsday kills Superman. Uh, well, it was written by Jan- Dan Jurgens, same guy that created him. Uh, he's actually the one that gives Doomsday his name, which I thought was kind of cool. Hmm. Really? Yep. He's like, uh, I forget the exact quote, what they're going through, and they they they're fighting him. He actually gets like punched into space from Doomsday, uh, and then he ends up coining the name Doomsday. So kind of crazy. So, uh, hold on. So his superpower is that he just has like a suit. Yeah, so he seals this super suit. It gives him he can fly, uh, he can obviously uh, he's got super strength. He's got okay, a handful. Okay. He's, he's got like energy blasts and force fields. So he's strong. So the suit makes him essentially be able to be punched into space by Doomsday. Basically, okay. Yeah. yeah so it's he ha- uh, at least at the beginning he has no real superpowers. Uh, he steals like a Legion ring, like a Legion of superheroes, which allows him to fly, travel through time. Uh, Throughout the run, uh, when you get to the like that 2007 run, um, the they, he gets the power because he's time traveled so much in the time stream and stuff like that. Uh, he be he has like long life, like longevity kind of thing, mm. uh, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, his actual no real superpowers. It's all the gadgets really and the suit. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. 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 Um. What's kind the, of Batman in that way? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So who's like who are his villains? So he's got no huge like villains to say like his own. Like he's definitely no like no Batman Rogues Gallery or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, who, who is though? Yeah, right. <laughs> Compared yeah. to Batman, that's true. Uh, Flash has got a couple. Uh, Screw but, him. See, the turtles probably. Yeah, um, that's, that's true. It's a, a good point. That's true. Spider-Man, maybe. Spider-Man? Spider-Man yeah. has a pretty good rogues gallery, yeah. too. Uh, but uh, no, Booster Girl does. He's got a few. I would put uh, the biggest ones up there being Maxwell Lord, who he was like kind of partners with in the Justice League International. Uh, I won't spoil it for anything. Anyone that's read it or goes into it, but he ends up betraying them in a bad way. Um, Mr. Mind, who is a... Uh, tiny ass little mind controlling worm the pokemon mr mime yes exactly (laughs) yeah uh but then uh there's like black beetle uh there's like a few random like little time traveler ones so he's got no like huge heroes that he's uh villains that he's like known for fighting uh maxwell lord's probably the biggest one Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh but yeah he his whole stick is like him want to be famous and then Right around that 2005, 2007 era, uh, era, they flip it to where he actually does become like one of the most imper- important like heroes and people to the timeline and like the multiverse, but he gets no credit for it, which is like the fun, ironic part. Um, Except for a few, there are a few heroes such as Batman. Yeah, Batman is like one of the few people that like know what he is capable of and like the importance of him uh blue beetle being another one uh both jaime reyes and ted cord 
uh, there's actually a fun mini series of during the final crisis storyline. I'm going to spoil it a little bit if you haven't read it. So sorry. How how old is it? 2000. Yeah. But if it's not, yeah. I swear to God, if it's not within the last three years. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, but Batman dies at the end of it. Dead, what? Uh, right? Batman's Crazy. died like seven times. Exactly. No. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of don't like that anymore. Same. They, uh, yeah, they, I mean, there's a, there's a fun video, a little side note for anybody. Um, I think it's Max Landis that does it. John Landis, his son. Uh, oh, really? Oh, nice. It's, uh, called the death of Superman. How, and it's like maybe 17 minutes, but there's a bunch of famous people that pop in. It's like horribly like camcorder shot, but it talks about how the death of Superman didn't actually kill Superman. It killed the death of all superheroes because they all just came back after that kind of thing. Hmm. And it's true. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I don't like that. No, 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 yeah. I agree. It takes the stakes out of everything. It does. Uh, but yeah, at the end of Final Crisis, Batman is killed by Darkseid from his Omega Beam. And they find out he's not actually dead. He was sent through time. So there's a group of heroes that go through time looking for him. And it's like uh, Superman, uh, Green Lantern, and Booster Gold. And I think there's even like a line, Green Lantern's like, what the hell is Booster Gold doing here? Like, why is he here? <laughs> like, no, no take, one takes him seriously. Did that take place um, during the same time that Dick was Batman and Damien was Robin? Yeah. Around Batman R.I.P.? Yes, because it's like when he filled in for him because everybody okay. thought he was dead. Yeah, um, yeah I remember that weird like six issue run where ba- it was like Batman in time and it just showed yeah. him like through all the different periods. Yeah, he's like a pirate in one. Yeah, and like a pilgrim or something. Yeah, it's like a mini series. But yeah, there's yeah. like another one that goes along with it with the heroes trying to find him. That's cool. And then they don't. And they're like, oh, hey, he's back in present time. He did him by himself. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Sometimes comic books take the fucking, they they all just they they go the route of of uh, I don't know why I said it like that. They go the route <laughs> of uh, of Lost, where they just they keep heightening and heightening and heightening, and then they realize they've gone too high, yeah, and they have no fucking way to land the plane without it being a disappointment. I I it's very annoying to me. It's very hard. I mean, it's hard to stick any landing in any form of media, but I feel like comic books are like. Uh, what crazy kind of thing like Dex Machina is going to happen here to get them out of this? Yeah, the, there's a. Uh, I mean, with the more grounded characters, I, I feel like it, it's less likely to happen. I think they have the best stories. That's why, like, uh, like Batman has its limits, right? Like, right. At the end of the day, he's a human being, and mm-hmm. that's kind of it. Um, on the other side, I think I think Daredevil does that very well too. I think Daredevil yeah. rarely goes too far out. And that's like, I don't believe any of this. I feel like Daredevil sticks some good landings most of the time. No, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, he's my favorite Marvel character just because he's Marvel's Batman. <laughs> basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I, I've, I, Matt 10 years ago was not a big Daredevil fan. I'd say Matt five years ago wasn't a big Daredevil fan. I'd say Matt four years ago. Really started to get into Daredevil, and I actually really like it. Whenever he comes across on like my, my comic list, I'm like, oh, I, so that's like a first read. Is that because of the reading or the Netflix show, or both? Honestly, the honestly the reading. I really like the Netflix show too, mm. but um, I just uh, I forget what storyline it was, but um, 
it's just because I'm about two and a half to three years behind in comics. That's why I said uh, if it's older than three years old, I don't care because gotcha. <laughs> that saves me. Um, but um, so I maybe like last year or a year and a half ago, I read um, that storyline where he, um, man of no fear, man without fear, uh, the Kevin Smith run. No, not that one. I'm sorry. It's 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 a, it's newer than that. But it's essentially it's where he oh. re- renounces yeah. being Daredevil. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's like it's, and then he kind of slowly realizes like he can't stop being Daredevil, and it's like this like classic Daredevil interpersonal story. But um, ah, it's just so good. They do uh, his. I'm not. I won't spoil. But like I said, like the his newest run or most recent run with uh, Chip Zdarsky is one of the best things you can read. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. But um, that's Daredevil. We're talking about yeah. uh, Star Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically oh, like what God. happens with uh, Booster Gold all the time because no one takes him seriously. Uh, kind of going into other media a little bit. Uh, in the Justice League uh, Unlimited cartoon, there's a whole episode centered around him. And through the whole episode, everybody calls him Green Lantern. <laughs> 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 it's great. That's it's very fa- funny. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, I absolutely love that show. And that episode is one of the best episodes. Uh, was it? Uh, I think Tom Everett Scott voices Booster Gold, and then Billy West is Skeets. It's like a perfect combo. That's Ske- awesome. Yeah, Skeets. Um, <laughs> I I really would love to see. I would read some of just only the interactions between Booster Gold and Guy Gardner because I feel like that's just a bro off to they, the extreme. <laughs> I- I love that, like, the whole kind of Justice League International cast, like, whether once one of them gets their own series or doing something else, the other ones kind of pop in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, in the most recent uh, Mr. Miracle run back in, I think, like, 2018, it's, like, one issue where, like, he's fighting this whole war and stuff, but he's just, like, so tired, and he goes out with the boys for a night, and it's Blue uh, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, and, like, they're just, like, getting hammered at a bar, like, talking about the glory days and stuff. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so uh, funny. Even in uh in that two thousand seven run, there's a bunch of booster gold like going through different timelines and like trying to fix stuff. Uh and they just always mention like, oh, this time with like Ralph, like the elongated man, or with Guy, like how he like just getting missed getting the ring, he like goes back to that time and everything. It's awesome. Super fun. Uh that that would be the run I recommend reading the most from 2007 that run is fantastic and maybe it's what made me get into reading comics really yeah that's a pretty that's high praise that's high praise it's fantastic uh yeah so you know we haven't i know you you talked about his suit a little bit but can you can you paint the visual i mean it, it's changed a little bit over the years but for the most part it's basically exactly kind of what you think it's it's mostly gold a little bit of blue on there He's got a kind of like a blue star right in like right on his chest. Uh, he'll sometimes he's got the uh, actually they're usually uh, Superboy's goggles, but he's got gold goggles like a visor. Um, it's almost similar to like the Spider-Man, like the underneath blue on the arms. Okay. He's got like blue right there. Uh, a little bit like on the, I guess, the lower stomach area. Uh, and then it's basically it's basically usually all just gold from there. Yeah, he kind of looks like uh, 
as I'm looking at pictures of him now, he looks like Speedball. Yeah, a little bit. I can see that. He looks like if Johnny Bravo was a superhero. That's basically what he is, <laughs> which is awesome. He's he is like he's an idiot douchebag with like a heart of gold. Uh, no pun intended. A heart of booster <laughs> gold. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's just fun, like reading and when he is like live action or cartoon, like watching this character, like that is such like you're like I don't want to root for this guy, but then by the end of it, you're like, oh, I do want to root for him. I love him. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like just never works out for him kind of thing. Hmm. But yeah, no, he it's he's it's super entertaining. He's one of those characters that like he does kind of have somewhat of a cult following. Uh especially in that mid 2000 range, he got really popular. Uh but for the most part, most people are like, "Oh yeah, it's just he's just like a some douchey little 90s creation that like no one really cares about." The only thing I knew about him is that you loved him. I do. I do. <laughs> so he uh, is he making an appearance in Legends of Tomorrow? He so he did. Uh, the Legends of Tomorrow, the Arrowverse show on the CW, the last season or season seven, the last like I think two or three episodes, uh, he shows up and he's played by uh, Donald Faison from Scrubs and a handful of other stuff. Oh, I forgot that was happening. Yep, he was. Uh, he was. Uh, he played a great Booster Gold. I'll say how how was it as a as a booster gold aficionado? I like. I mean, they put like a little bit of a twist on him, slightly different. Was it uh, the the skin color <laughs> the big one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that was, like they he nailed his attitude and like he was cocky, uh, and they but he was he was fantastic. I upset that they canceled the show, so we're not going to see it more. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, so I'm bummed about that. Yeah, yeah, because imagine- w- wasn't there like a petition to have Zach Braff be Blue Beetle? Yes. Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> and he was like, "I know nothing about it, but I would do it." I was like, "Wow, that'd be such a good combo. <laughs> be perfect." Let's give them their own show. I mean, that's one thing they definitely don't like. Comic books, I, I think, uh, as far as media are, are concerned, is from like a from like a episodic show. Every every episodic comic book show is serious for the most part yeah it's like we we love the mcu because of its comedic relief at times while while maintaining the the stakes and being serious when need be but Mm -hmm. i feel like all the tv shows are very serious which i don't mind i like serious stuff but i mean i i think people would love a light-hearted MCU show or just like a comic book show in general. I think like a comedy. Yeah, essentially like a like a like a sitcom comedy. I, I yeah. mean, they kind of did that with The Tick, right? But yeah. they did. The The Tick is The Tick. Yeah, and that's more yeah, like satire. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that the satirical kind of comedic lighter edge is I think also what draw drew a lot of people to The Boys too. Like yes. it, The Boys is definitely ultra violent, but it's very satirical it has mm-hmm. really funny moments so um i are think you, there definitely is a space for that are you watching this season yep it's amazing um so i'm not caught up yet but i dying at that first scene with with termite oh, they, yep they yeah. come right out the <laughs> gate and they I, don't hold back at all yep. this season i couldn't i, I won't spoil it but I couldn't believe what I was witnessing on my TV <laughs> with such yeah. high production value 
Because my wife was like, what is that? I was like, what is that? I was like, let me tell you what it is. It was insane. Yeah, it's a crazy opener. Great season so far. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really into it. Um, But I think think, like the Booster Gold Blue Beetle team up would be fun. I've been Mm -hmm. saying it for years that whether it's a TV show, that's actually why, so the Legends of uh, Tomorrow TV show, I always recommended it to people because, yeah, it was part of like the CW Arrowverse and it was a CW show, but it had so much fun. Like it made fun of itself and made fun of other things. It was a fun time. And yeah, it was serious at points, but it was, it was a mostly a comedy. And that's why I was like, oh man, they got to bring Booster Gold onto this because Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, the do du- personally, my favorite duo in comics, I'd say probably, uh, they, yeah, they're heroes and they like are serious times, but they are goofballs. They have fun with it and they could do so much with it. If, if the other, in the bigger world of fantasy booking shows for this genre that we're developing here, I think what would be super successful if they ever made a comedic show like we're talking about mm. is the superior foes of Spider-Man. I could get beyond that. That'd be cool. Did you ever read that book? Uh, No. Not like the whole run. I read a few issues of it, though. It's so fucking funny. It's so... It's essentially... uh, Kat, you should definitely read it. It's just like uh, the foes of Spider-Man. Except like... It's like... uh, It's like like Boomerang. It's like Shocker. Um, It's like his C-level villains. Yeah, it's like his C-level villains. But they like... It's about them trying to like make a comeback and be and become big players and it's just it's it's so fucking funny it's um, great it's but that would be a great show for sure they just actually recently did uh another little recommend and read on the booster gold here uh it was called blue and gold uh, i think it was eight issues just recently past like year or two uh dan jergens wrote it but it's booster gold and blue beetle like trying to come back and like get back into the Justice League and like get like a social media following. It's amazing. It's so much fun. fun. Yeah, it was great. It's one of the best reads of the past year. Ooh, I can get Superior Foes of Spider Man on my Kindle for only ten dollars. Oh yeah, I highly recommend. It's very fun. Seventeen issues. Um, it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's that's great. So does he have like a? So we do our fantasy booking. Who would you? Who would you? like to see him go up against or team up with or what have you that he never has and there's no limit on you know he can go anywhere i was thinking about this and i was like you know what i feel because he has like interacted a bunch with a bunch of people in the dc universe uh i would personally like to see him a little bit more with constantine because i think that'd be a great like boy yeah great great uh duo uh but I thought also uh, put him in the Marvel universe with the Fantastic Four, ideally the Human Torch. Oh, okay. Because mm. <laughs> I feel like they have like somewhat similar attitudes, uh, and it would just be like a fun goofball kind of great time. I just want to see them, for lack of a better term, uh, chase skirts. <laughs> yes, which would would most likely happen, just in like the most nineties meat heady way. Yep. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, that's Honk basically their what... crotches at women that walk <laughs> by. <laughs> oh, look at <laughs> this bra. I mean, that's basically <laughs> what happened in like the Justice League International run. Like when they were opened up like that resort, it's like 
there's a famous cover it's like him and blue beetle uh lounging in like their bathing suits like with their mask on while like fire and ice are like serving them drinks and like bikinis and stuff (laughs) sick (laughs) i think going off of that i would pair him with silver surfer but they would be um like a captain and tennille type band called silver and gold um and they would have a vegas residency and that's what their uh run would be about (laughs) i would be all for that um okay so i will i'm gonna take what's somewhat of an established duo now in the mcu it would play the same a little but it would i feel like it would be a little bit harder in the opposing directions so there was the the Deadpool and Spider Man book for a while, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where that whole concept. I would do the same thing, except I put Booster Gold with the the Superior Spider Man, who's inhabited by Doc Ock, because mm-hmm. I I think you'd have the same dynamic, except it'd be like I said, it'd be <laughs> worse, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Huh? I I'd read that, that would be cool. Oh. Just a uh, a very serious. Uh, no nonsense, Spider Man, and Booster Gold. Who his motives, as you said, are you know usually what altruistic is that the word I want to use? Where he yes, as a, so. another motive there. Mm-hmm. But because actually, no, that should be really good because they they would share that somewhat of an altruism there because at least at the beginning, Superior Spider Man he he did good strictly because he wanted people to think he was good. Yeah, like play the part, basically. Yeah, he was more concerned with being perceived as a good person. And, like, that led him to, like, oh, I'll just blow up the building to get this guy. And it's like, you can't do that. It's like, but it'll stop the bad guy. Yeah, he causes the accident. They, uh, actually, back in 2010 ish or so, when Smallville was still on the air, uh, Booster Gold made a live act, his first live action appearance on that show. Uh, and that's he kind of starts doing that. He's like starts like setting up a bunch of stuff that's like gonna make him look good. Ah, so altruistic is actually the opposite of that, guys. It's oh. cat. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> when you're oh, but actually <laughs> altruistic <laughs> is you're selfless, not selfish. Oh, oh. So, yes. so yeah, the opposite of that. I'm gonna use it the way I did anyway. Um, and I'm yeah, gonna I mean, just, I don't, fair. I'm, I, you know what? I'm gonna just redefine the word because <laughs> happens all the time. I know. I mean, what's words? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I put him with superior Spider Man for sure. It's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, does he have like a catchphrase or anything? I mean, from just from the comics and then like he's popped up in a bunch of different like animated shows and movies. Uh, he's popped up live action twice from Smallville and Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, but he like kind of always changes it. It's always like, uh, that's like a booster gold guarantee or like, <laughs> uh, I've always imagined him saying like, it's so stupid, but like, just like the stay golden or stay golden pony boy. <laughs> like that's stupid stuff. But he's always got like some kind of no actual catchphrase, but like, it's always some kind of like sign off line or. Something catchy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Cat, if you had to give a catchphrase to him, what would it be? 
Let's get boosting, baby. Oh, that's a good one, too. Cat, yeah. you're just killing it today. I know. I'm on top of my game. I should retire now. I know. It should just be your <laughs> last show. Yeah. It's my last episode. I love you yeah. all. Goodbye. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but Cat's getting up and walking away. Yep. <laughs> She's <laughs> dropping the microphone and. Later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Uh, if I had to give him a catchphrase based on everything I've learned about him today, um, he'd say, you know, his catchphrase would be uh, get boosted and he'd be a, uh, a Pfizer mascot. <laughs> 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 oh. Which, honestly, I think he would. Yep, yep, he definitely 100% would. He'd it, get his face out there, he'd be on billboards yep. and posters. Yep. There it is. Get the shiny sparkle on his teeth. Get boosted. Yep. <laughs> nice. That was good. And he can flex his arm too. Yeah. And show off those guns. Just have a needle sticking yeah. out of it. <laughs> right. Yep. He'd have like the one little band aid on it where he got it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this isn't bad marketing. If you're listening, no, Pfizer, not. and right. I know you are. Um, <laughs> we got a deal for you. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's that kind of wraps up our uh, our our episode, our our welcome back episode on Booster Gold. Chinmo, great job. Way to educate the masses. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I mean, anytime yeah. I can talk about this character, I'm all for it. So right, you're so. putting the Encyclo in Encyclocomica. That's right. And I'm putting the Ka. And the, I'm putting the Mika. Hold on a second. Shut up. My Alexa just <laughs> went off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's awesome. Uh, very good to be back. A fun episode. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, we'll be back next week. And uh, once again, join the Make Fun Network on Facebook.com, Facebook.com slash Make Fun Network. There you can, you know, look for the, the monthly poll to, to add your own, you know, character from any medium, Andy Cap. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Marmaduke. Marmaduke, Andy Cap, <laughs> Kathy. Uh, <laughs> Dilbert. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a what a nightmare that would be. Uh, this is Dilbert. He's in middle management, and that is the premise of every joke. Uh, but yeah, no. Thank you so much, Cat. Any final words? Uh, no. It's just it's good to be back. Let's get boosting, baby. Let's get boosting, baby. Chinmo. <laughs> any final words? No. Happy to be here. I can't wait to do more. And you know, stay golden. Yeah, Sigolin. And uh, I, again, this has been Encyclocomica. Eat shit.